Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome in to Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Excellent throw and catch, just gets inside, uses his big body. No answer for number 87. And former NFL linebacker Joe Mays. Mays missed him first. And in typical North Dakota State toughness, Mays got up and stayed with it and got Newton from behind. Players Only, presented by U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom, Kansas City, all the surrounding areas, everybody, even the bandwagoners. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, and we are back for our second to last version of Players Only. Players Only brought to you each and every week during the football season. This is our third season, right, Joe? Yes, it is. Third season is brought to you this year by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. We got the magic in the building. We yes. got the magic in the studio. We are amped up, excited, and hopefully everybody in the Chiefs kingdom is just winding down. They are counting the hours until our Chiefs have an opportunity to run it back. And while we are here in players only, for all of those listening, we are here each and every week during the football season just Two, maybe three guys sometimes when someone decides to show up. We are here <laughs> chopping it up about the Chiefs, things that are going on on the field, off the field, maybe even some special interest stories that are going around sports. And my partner in crime, Joe Mays, eight-year veteran linebacker. And <laughs> he takes Sean notes. Barber. Yeah. Sean Barber trying to write notes. Look like he's playing tic-tac-toe with himself. <laughs> What's yeah, going on, Barbershop? Man, really smart man. My coach, Jim Reed, uh, back from <laughs> University of Richmond, told me whenever I walk into a meeting or anything, I always carry a pizza, paper, pencil with pizza. you. Pizza? Pizza, paper? A piece of paper. <laughs> a piece of paper. I ate. I got a little, yeah, I got a little East Coast in me. I got a little run-on sentence. I do my thing. but ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I ain't got to change for nobody. A piece of paper <laughs> and a pen. Take notes. Pay attention. Like that, that's that's the that's the that's the basement. That's the ground floor. Like always, that's so what it is. I was I was trying to show you some spec. I'm taking notes. I'm doing. Oh what I'm yeah, I appreciate you, know it, you know. Hey, it's, it's not all. coming off the cuff. There you go, and you you rock in the Len Dawson jersey. Throwback, throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Thursday. I like it. I like the look. And I am Danon Hughes, former wide receiver, 
with the Chiefs. For all those that listen to us each and every week, hopefully you've been praying for me all season because I'm stuck in this room with two, defensive, with two defensive guys. guys. A.K.A. Yeah, Diva yeah, Damon. Yeah. Hashtag. Hey, somebody's got to do work, and I guess I'm the one that's been selected. So Hashtag Diva Dana. Hashtag Dana Danaopolis. Yeah, we're gonna get into. We're gonna put out our names and reputations on the line yeah. later in the show to see who can prognosticate the best. You like that word, Joe? Didn't you? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's, that. that's that Iowa education. As I'm watching my Hawkeyes about to beat up on the Buckeyes in <laughs> basketball right now, but we got to stick to sports and we got a big game coming up. We got to talk Chiefs, Buccaneers this yep. entire show. We got one final pre-Super Bowl show to talk about the Buccaneers versus the Chiefs in Tampa for a Super Bowl double nickel. Super Bowl 55 yeah. is just coming upon us. And for anybody that wants to participate on our Jay Southland tow service text line or the Comfort Systems Heating and Cooling Hotline 913-576-7610, 5767610 we've been getting a lot of activity over the last 3 4 weeks yeah. whether it's the phones or the text lines and we've tried our best to get to each and every one of them i think we'll have a better a better opportunity and better time getting to everyone this evening because all we got is chiefs bucks we don't have to talk about who they just beat because yeah. they didn't beat anybody we don't have to talk about who's coming up because the only one in focus is the Bucks. It is. It is. You know what? Let me get it started out with the text line. 816, pizza paper. Yeah, he said <laughs> pizza paper. Barbershop was great on the drive, so I'm ready for players only. Hey, Barbershop always good. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, he's it. Like, yeah, he, he's, always, he's always on point. Yeah, I, 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 I can definitely appreciate that. I do got a quick question for Dana. People, Dana I, people have been sending me this on social media. They say, hey, man, Barbershop, when you— What's when, your social media handle? Uh, Sean Barber 59, I think. I don't know. At Sean Barber 59. <laughs> you think? I, I don't think. find me, dog. <laughs> just, <laughs> just come find me, dog. Like, just, just juggle me. Yeah. Google. Find Jugle. Sean Barber somehow, some way. Hey, they, Dana, they wanted to know, okay, when you arrive in Tampa Bay, how much do you expect to play to pay for a bushel of corn? That's what they wanted to know. Why? Because I'm a Hawkeye? Cool. No, they said when you get to Tampa Bay, you're going, you're going to, you know, call, play by play. You're going to have to, when you get to Tampa Bay, how much do you expect to pay for, for a, bushel a bushel of corn? corn. You don't know? No. About a buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what my kids told me that? Buccaneer. y'all like that. This will be the second to last show. Sean Barber will be a part of the players only. Text line. Bring me back. Tell him that, that joke was fire. Let's see. Uh, nothing yet. <laughs> well, guys, what you guys, let, let, let's kind of go around the table. I want to take each quarter and talk about a different aspect of a different phase of the game. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, instead of it just being, let's talk offense versus their defense, let's talk their, def their offense versus our defense. Let's talk about specific position groups, aspects, whether run game, pass game, et cetera, that we will face against the Buccaneers, and whether it's pros and cons, mm -hmm. uh, where we win, where we lose, uh, where we need to be concerned about. I know a lot of fans out there in the Chiefs kingdom have some concerns. Anytime you get to this big of a game, you do have some concerns no matter how much you have confidence in the players. And we definitely want to hear about those concerns. We got the phone lines open. We got a few people calling already. Yep. But 
Joe, we're let's start with the offense because that's always the best side of the field. Um, <laughs> what aspect of the offense? And I'm thinking from the running backs will work forward. Running backs to the Buccaneers linebackers. I was gonna I was gonna start with Mahomes, but I guess that's way too easy. When you choose Mahomes against anybody, it, it's Mahomes all day. Yep. All right, but you know our running backs against their linebackers. Now I will tell you this: their linebackers is probably they're they're probably the best players on the field. They have two great linebackers that can run sideline to sideline. They make all the calls. They make sure that they, they have that defense under control. They make sure everyone is on the same page. And they got a young guy, 45. That guy runs all over the field, makes all kind of tackles. Um, and he is definitely certainly Devin White. He's se- certainly a Pro Bowl player. Um, and then Levante David, I think, you know, I think this year he's finally starting to get some notoriety. But ever since he's been in the league, he has – you know, really lit it up. He just haven't had, you know, a great team, which is why you don't hear about them as much. Um, but I will say this. When it comes to them playing against our running backs, I think they might be the best set of linebackers that can cover because they have the speed. They 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 have the vision. They know how to play running backs in and out. And they and, and like I said before, they have the speed to, to catch them and run them down uh, when it comes to them, um, you know, catching footballs out of the backfield. So I would – that it's a, it's a tough one because yeah. you know you, I, I I certainly don't want to downplay them, them two guys because they 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 do a, a fantastic job, but then again I don't want to make it seem like our running back are some slouches either. No, so I, you know I think I think head to head battle it it might be even you know and and yeah. I I believe that that's giving credit to both sides you know definitely giving credit to our running backs because I believe we do have a good staple and also giving giving credit to those two Pro Bowl guys they have over there. I mean, I'll, I'll keep it simple. I think Clyde Hilaire Edwards, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. <laughs> you just renamed that man before Clyde the Super Bowl. His first Super Bowl ever. You going to change his name? C-E-H. Um, <laughs> as I was saying earlier on, I, I I was amazed to see how healthy that young man was. And I'm just talking about pregame of the Bills game. When I saw him going through his drills and doing his cuts and all his work, and, and, and it was like, man, he's you know he was iffy, but – he he was activated that game, and I was like, "Oh, this like like watching him go through his work. He's ready." Mm-hmm. And then even you know he only had like six or seven carries or whatever, a few carries that game. But even those carries, I saw the explosion, I saw the burst. And so thinking with two weeks off, I, I believe he's going to be back to full strength. Yep. And I think our offense is a completely different beast with that guy behind the um, behind behind Pat Mahomes, and the the the, 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 the intentionality you have to pay it to that running game with him back there. I think obviously Darrell Williams, like like he's a bull, right? Yep. He's a bully back there. He hits the hole, hits it hard. He'll he'll give you a few more, you know, get you a few more yards, push the pile. But 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 Clyde Hilaire is special. Like like he 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 gets in and out those holes, yeah. and he can game break. And he has great hands catching the ball out, yep. out the backfield. So I think that's a whole different amount of attention you got to pay to the to the offense when um, that young man is back there um, carrying the ball. You know what? Uh, in regards to the running backs versus the linebackers, we're getting some activity on the text line and the phone line. We'll definitely get to Joe, Jamaican Ken, and Rev fairly soon. But uh, just on my piece in regards to that matchup, because we believe our Chiefs team is great, because we believe our Chiefs team is better than everyone they face, not that it matters whether they win by three points or 20 points, they are the better team, doesn't mean that we believe, or I should, I'm speaking for myself, doesn't mean that I believe that every specific position group is better than every other position group that they face. Right. In this situation, 
I will give the nod to the linebacking core of the Buccaneers. Uh-oh. Now, this must be a holiday. If I'm leaning on the defense for anything, right. especially with y'all two in here, Surprising. especially at the linebacker position. I, I, I just want to – I don't want to qualify what you're saying. Are you saying that they're going to have, like, some tackles for loss? They're going to stop our running game? Like, what is – when you give them the nod as far as linebackers, like yeah. what 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 are they gonna do? Like 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 can you, can you, you know expand upon that? Or what, like what exactly? Do I was the about to. Do? I'm waiting for it. Well, I'm like, <laughs> you, 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 you check the box. I know, I know you when all you, anxious when you check now. The box. I was like. Like Joe, I was like, yeah, no. you know, I was, I was kind you, of, I was thinking the same you thing. Was all I was anxious. You all, I mean, it's Super Bowl week. We ain't playing. Just really, you know, cool we, your heels. Yeah, we got, we got another time. I'm gonna let got, him go ahead. All we got is air and opportunity in this room and 20 minutes. That's mm, all. That's, that's right, all we got shoot. for him to go ahead and tell his whole his full spiel. <laughs> so, so all right, I'm gonna make it concise then. All right, the <laughs> the, the linebacking core of a three four defense that the Bucks employ is to me. Uh, a superior group than our running back core. And and part of the reason is Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, and Jason Pierre-Paul are the mm-hmm. linebackers. Now, you may not associate Barrett and Pierre-Paul as the linebackers because they are like rush ends yeah. in a four-man down, a four-down lineman scheme. So, Devin White has been one of the leading tackle-for-loss guys in the NFL yeah. in his career. They have what, two... Three different all-pro or Pro Bowl linebackers on their linebacking core. And what Barbershop was talking about, although very correct in regards to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, or in his words, Clyde Hilaire-Edwards, he saying that this rookie is really good. We all know that. But he is still a rookie. And to me, in this situation, when you have the number one rush defense and those kind of stars on that side of the field – that would that would tell me, or that pushes me towards um, this defense being this part of the defense being better than that part of the offense. Was that clear enough, Barbershop? So JPP and Shaq Barrett, <laughs> you, you putting them in a the linebacker room? They are outside I, I, no, linebackers. No, let's not let's not talk about pro football folks or any. I didn't know. Sheep. You know, you ain't never gonna hear me right. say about no pro football. No, when we talking linebackers, you talking to two linebackers. You talking about JPP and Shane Barrett are in the same room with us. Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, Shane Barrett, whatever. <laughs> uh, they in the sa- they 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 teach they, they teaching us run fits, uh, zone drop like in with the linebackers. But we, you got two linebackers here. We talking linebacker but check, play. But check this out. The original question that I originated said linebackers versus running back. And then you let Joe. Are they are they tagged as linebackers or not? Oh, there we go about the tags. <clears throat> I mean, they, there I we mean, go. Where they tagged that? Yes, they are. All right, but that is in a base. Three, four scheme, which you're probably going to see one or two times a game. Didn't I say that though? Didn't I say that they were base four, three, four, but they play their rush ends, but are listed as linebackers? I qualified all that. If you wasn't playing dang uh, tic tac toe with yourself over there, like, you would have heard me say it, all it, that. It, it sounds like when you talk about the Chiefs running back versus the LBs. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're, you're not really thinking about including sacks by J, uh, JPP, sacks by, by, by Shaq Barrett. Like I don't, I don't know if that was something that as linebackers we really uh, equate. I, I thought but we're talking about run fits, getting run underneath fits, stuff, yeah. being able to cover them in the flats, man making sure mm-hmm. uh, 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 screen routes and draws. We pick them up. Like we we thinking it from a linebacker. If you talking about this pass rushing off the edge, then that's a whole. I mean, I, I'm just saying from a from a. From Did a, I say pass rush? Well, Did I say anything tell, about the past? Then where Did is I say, JPP? I said, what back? else is JPP and, and Shaq Barrett going to do for you? They're going to rush they the not go, They not going to make no tackles? 
Are you saying they're not gonna make no tackles in the run game? They're not gonna they're not gonna lead with their inside shoulder or keep their outside shoulder open, take away the edge. They're not gonna do that. They just gonna they're just gonna pin their ears back and go after Patrick Mahomes all day. If they trying yeah, to win, ninety percent of if the they game. They trying to win. So that's but if we run the ball twenty times, fifteen times in the game, you trying to say they ain't gonna be a factor in that? We can listen. We can do an over a over under on like five tackles between the two of them. You want you want to go with that? We're gonna get to that in the fourth oh, quarter. Okay. We're gonna get to, we're gonna get to some inside bets Both and everything. I'm taking some mental notes on some of the chicanery that y'all are putting out here right now. Well, is that from Iowa too? That's yes, Iowa it is. education. That is the Just Hawkeye saying, education. You got me and Joe in the room. We talking linebackers. You got me all stirred up now. You got me linebackers. I'm all stirred up right now. We are gonna get Come back on, to man. it. We got Joe, Jamaican Ken, and Rev. You guys, hold on just for a minute. Let me woosah a little bit as we get to this break. When we come back, we'll get to you guys online. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe Mays on 610 Sports Radio. And we're back. Players Only back in the building for the second quarter of the show. We got Joe Mays. And Sean Barber in the building. We arguing during the break. Yes, we are. Can't even get a sip of my my soda, a drink, Red Bull, whatever I had. Because we going back and forth about what is a linebacker and what's not a linebacker. <laughs> if you weren't listening to us before, in the first uh, in the first quarter, you can catch us on the Radio.com app. But we got the text line open, Joe. Yes, we do. We got a text from A63 saying Devin White is rated in the bottom in pass defense. Yeah, although that may be true. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I I believe it's four players. They have four players that's been burnt pretty consistently all year long. But that just shows you that they play a lot of man defense. And, of course, they're going to lose some. So our running backs need to take advantage of that. Um, We got another text from the 913 saying, Joe Mays was one bad mofo at NDSU. Shut your mouth. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. (laughs) Appreciate you. We got somebody somebody calling in. They seen me play at North Dakota State. Miss Mays. I like it. Mrs. Mays, nope. don't don't be texting for him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Don't be texting for him, Mrs. Mays. You know you gotta take care oh, of the kids man, tonight. Like that. Oh man, got him. Miss <laughs> Mays. All right, we got the phone line. Let's go to Joe and Liberty. What's going on, Joe? All right. Uh, before they pumped the brakes on the running game this season, I thought Clyde was looking to be one of the top backs in the NFL this year. Uh, whoever said Sammy Watkins is not as good as Scotty Miller, I don't even want to comment on that. Karen, uh, Karen Harrison, whatever his name is. C-Dot. <laughs> Karen? Karen. C-Dot. Karen. In the drive. Uh, C-Dot at the drive. That buster. And just remember, Chris Jones is going after Tom, and him and Tom have a feud. And he cannot wait to get a hold of Tom. Um, but comparing Leonard Fournette to Clyde, um, Clyde makes him look like a bum. He made half the league look like a bum his rookie year, and I don't see him slowing down. Uh, Sandy Watkins is an elite receiver. I think he's better than Antonio Brown. Um, that's my personal opinion. Uh, I'll let you guys argue, though. We appreciate it, <laughs> appreciate Joe. You. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. We- you know, I, I I agree with a lot of what he said. Yeah, I, I don't think he was he was speaking anything that wasn't correct. Uh, uh, the only thing I would say in regards to the direction that Clyde Edwards-Alaire was going is the to me, and maybe you guys have a different opinion mm-hmm. in the league. 
you have a, a higher propensity of coaches that will live and die with the ball in the hands of their best player. Yeah. Regardless of what position that person is in, right? Um, so, in a situation where, with the Chiefs, who's the best player on the field? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. So, you are by nature going to abandon the run game more times because that doesn't allow the best player on the field to make a decision in the game. Right. It's the same thing with um, Josh Allen last week. He was the best player for the Bills, so he had the ball in his hands, and they abandoned the run sure most did. of the game. Yep. So I, I think you know we may we may never see the real true greatness of Clyde Edwards-Alaire because he's always going to be in the backfield with the best player on the field. So and that, and that's one of the deals I think you know Barbershop you played in Philly. Um, there was always a one-two punch there. Not saying that they were the greatest running backs, but there was always a one-two punch. But because Donovan McNabb was the quarterback, you don't. I don't think you ever saw the fulfillment of greatness of Deuce Staley, Brian Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy. They were great. They were pro bowlers. They had 1,000-yard seasons. But as far as, like, the greatness, like leaning on uh, the, running, the big running back in Tennessee – uh, that he's the yeah, best Derrick player, Henry, yep. Derrick Henry. He's the best player in the, on the field. So guess what? You're going to give him the most opportunities to handle the, handle the ball. You know what? The thing about Brian Westbrook, and I'm going to say this, they, they use that guy all over the place. Yeah. So it was like it was it was McNabb. You know what? I think it might have been when I was there. It was of course, yeah, McNabb, and then Westbrook, and then everybody else. Yeah. So the thing is about Westbrook, they had him in the backfield. They split him out wide. Like any time that they needed to get the ball in or tried to get the ball in his hands, they did all different types of things, which is what Andy Reid is trying to trying to do with Clyde Hilaire. But but uh, to go to your point, you said it was Donovan, then it was Brian, and then, then it was everybody, everybody else. else. <laughs> but everybody else here is Tyreek, Travis, and Sammy when he's healthy. Yep. So you now you got to climb in there. Nicole Harmon. McCole, you got to climb in there if you're Clyde Edwards-Alaire in true. a in a non-running offense. And that's a great place to be, though. Because yeah. you're not being forced to go out there and make a play, especially being a young guy. A lot of the times when these young guys come into the league, they're, they're getting forced the ball. They're getting forced fed the ball all the time, and they're not necessarily prepared and ready for it. Yep, because at true. the end of the day, midway midway through the season, they're banged up, they're beat up. They can, they're not, you know, getting the production that they want to get. They're not getting the yardage that they want to get, and they're getting creamed out there. So, yeah, yeah, I, I believe Clyde is in a great position where he, he, I mean, at best, he's like the fifth or sixth best player, yep. but he's able to go out there and do some damage. Well, we appreciate that call. We're going to go back to, to, to the phone line. We got Jamaican Ken. Jamaican Ken. What's going on, Jamaican Ken? Hey, what's up, you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, first of all, I want to shout out to Marty. The Marty family, and I know you guys play for him. And we, you know, he jumped, he jump start the Kansas City Chief in the football. So, uh, we just want to shout out to the family that we're praying for them and hopefully come to and help us celebrate the Super Bowl. I'm seeing, um, our prediction for this game 41 31 Chief. And you know what Brady gonna say? Well, I, I, you know, I know I couldn't do it, but, um, I want to pass the torch on to Patrick Mahomes since he's the greatest one so far. I pass the legacy on to Patrick Mahomes. That's what he's going to say for his excuse because Clark's going to knock him down several times on the ground. <laughs> on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Bumba Clark, we know what you're saying. Yeah, man. You got it, man. <laughs> nah, <all right. laughs> Thanks for calling, Jamaican Ken. Jamaican we appreciate Ken, you. Appreciate you, bro.
he uh, he talked about Marty, and obviously that's gonna that's a huge story, and I will yeah. talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate the call, Jamaican Ken. I think we can squeeze one more in before the break. Let's go to Rev in KC. What's going on, Rev? Hey, what's going on tonight? You guys are fired up, man. I I really appreciate you all. Thank you for taking my call. Real quick, uh, I hear a lot of talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, uh, getting rushed and and he's going to be running around. And then uh, a lot of people are not looking at – I don't think they're giving our defense enough credit. Uh, They they feel like a lot of people are saying that Brady's going to have his field day uh, and uh, he's going to pick us apart. We appreciate it. You know, uh, two things can be true at the same time. Yeah, I mean, be. Tom yeah, Brady's yeah. the greatest of all time, and yep. I kind of said all week, and I'll probably reference it again in the pregame show with Mitch, Michael Jordan played for the Wizards. They played the Lakers. When Michael Jordan was on the court, he was the greatest of all time, but at that time, Kobe Bryant was the best player. Yep on that court that both can be true at the same time. So we have the luxury of for the first time, I believe actually probably the first time since Michael played magic in the, in the uh, finals that we're seeing the old greatest versus the new greatest on the biggest stage. And it's not a series like basketball, baseball, hockey, et cetera. It is a one game opportunity for the two best to go head to head. And I don't I don't know during a pandemic and all the craziness of this year, the fact that we have this blessing as football fans, especially in the Chiefs Kingdom, makes it an amazing, amazing opportunity to witness something really, really special this weekend. Yeah, and, and I tell you this, he, he mentioned about Mahomes, uh, you know, the the Buccaneers getting the pass rush and and, and having Mahomes move around. I mean, he's dangerous when he's moving around. When he's out of the pocket, he's just as dangerous as if he's in the pocket. So if they want to have that type of game where they have to eventually have a spy on them, which is going to pull them away from from their original game plan, that is perfectly fine. Now, looking on the flip side, when it comes to Tom Brady, he's not mobile at all. So he's not good when it comes to moving outside of the pocket. He's great inside of the pocket, which, you know, you talked about Chris Jones being able to push – uh, get some push up the middle, which is going to knock him off his spot. Which that's where they can they can they have a, a great chance to you know force him into some turnovers and make some making some mistakes. Um, but yeah, we got the best quarterback in the game. He's just as good in the pocket as he is out of the pocket. And I think you know if the Buccaneers want to play that type of game, they better be prepared for it. Yeah, every offense comes out with the it's a pre-planned uh, um, pass clock. Every quarterback has a pass clock. How mm-hmm. much time am I going to have to release the ball? I think with Tampa Bay, with Tom Brady, because he's immobile, that offensive line knows they only have about two, two and a half seconds before Frank Clark and Chris Jones and whoever else, Sneed and um, Dirty Dan is going to get there. So, so our defense on the back end can pre-plan for that. When you are rushing or blitzing or pressuring Pat Mahomes, that play clock can be up to five, six, and defensively, you just cannot hold up coverage that long. So I talk about it like it's a risk reward matrix. Everything in business has a risk reward. You nothing in life for free. If you decide to blitz, pressure package, uh, bring a rush against Pat Mahomes, the, the risk outweigh, out, outweighs the reward. 
is there's nothing statistically or on film that shows that that's the way to to beat the Chiefs as far as bringing pressure. And so it would be foolish to do that, especially when you had so you're already banged up on the back end. Mm-hmm. You're in such a you don't have guys that can run vertical with our guys, and even in a zone defense, you don't have guys that can can mirror and melt and, and stay with Kelsey and stay with with uh, Watkins underneath. So. I mean, I, re- I don't have any answers for, for what Tampa Bay should do defensively. Yeah. I just know if they do what they did in week 12, it's going to be uh, curtains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curtain call. Curtain Game call. blouses. Uh-huh. Uh, one last text before we go to break from the 954. I want to get to this because that's a Florida area code. So we got some fans maybe coming from Florida, might be down there in Fla- Florida waiting for this game. Guys, I can't wait to hear y'all's take on our D-backs secondary versus their versus theirs. I've heard at least two people say they would take the Bucks over ours. What a joke. I can't wait to see us pick off Tom at least twice and shut these fools up. Neil That's Lone Neil Jack. from Lone Jack. Yes, Chiefs, sir. run it back. We appreciate you, Neil. I'm right with you. I'll take out backfield any day of the week and twice on Sunday. But when we come back after halftime, we got a couple more calls, a few more texts, and we need to talk about some predictions as well. We'll get to it. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe Mays on 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you get to Tampa Bay, how much do you expect to pay for For a bushel bushel of corn? corn? You don't know? No. About a buccaneer. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Y'all still laughing at that yeah. joke. Lucky there. You lucky. You lucky ha, I'm ha, real ha. silly. Wait, and, I, and I like those kind of jokes. Because that, that one didn't make me giggle. It probably will. About a buccaneer. Just just hearing that, it takes me to a text that we got from one of the fans. Where is that text at? Yeah, basically uh, we were, Buccaneer? Yeah, basically we were paid to go out there and play football, not tell jokes. That, that text was from the A16. That was a Dang, pretty putting you in your place, Barbershop. Yeah, you just trying to make a funny. Yeah, the, on, I yeah. mean, this is the this is the people talking. Come, you know how many times somebody tried to put me in my place? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come Forget on. about it. Forget, Forget about, about, it. about it. And we're back players only for the third quarter sponsored to uh, sponsored by our friends at US Bank. Whatever your passion, US Bank can help. Turn it into your next pursuit. Every time you do that, Barber, I, I believe Barbershop should do it. Dan on K, Dan from KC, we're going to get to you in one second. But I wanted to get back to a couple of positions to to iron out in regards to matchups. Joe, what you got? Uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and take our DB group versus their receivers. 
and I take our DB group. I mean, <laughs> it makes it super simple for me. I mean, you know what? They do have a couple of good – they do have some really, really good receivers over there. They have Mike Evans, who's one of the best receivers in the league. Yep. Um, for sure. He, he's a guy – he's a big guy who can get up. He can run. He can run vertical. He can catch those intermediate passes, break a couple tackles, get upfield. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really like him. They have a, another guy by the name of Scotty Miller. He's a quick, faster type of receiver. Um, you know, but he's he's not he's nothing to really call home about. He he made some noise saying that he was faster than Tyreek. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever you whatever you Which say. Which one was funnier? Mean, Which one was funnier, Scotty Miller or Barbershop's joke? Oh, I get that Scotty Miller. Oh uh, yeah, Scotty Miller. Yeah, that was funny. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think I've been laughing on the inside ever since yeah, he said that. I, I think you and everybody else. Yeah. So you know, we are gonna let him have that. <laughs> um, but then they got Rob Gronkowski. He's more of a he's more of a blocker nowadays. Yeah. I mean, he's not really a guy that can get up and down the field. Although he still has that huge pass radiance, uh, radi- um, what do you, how do you say it? Pass radius. Radius, yeah. Yep. So um, you know what? It, he can still be a factor at the at the end of the day, but I don't see it happening um, in this game. They got Cameron Brait. He's another good tight end. He's a guy that that really played well the last couple of years, but he he kind of took a back seat once Gronkowski came. Um, and then uh, Antonio Brown, Chris, uh, Chris Godwin. Yep. Chris Godwin is a good receiver. Now he he suffers from drops. Yeah, that's his biggest problem. He drops the ball a ton. Hands like feet. Hands like feet. Yeah, and they, they like to, <laughs> <laughs> they like to have him working out of the slide. He can he can work some moves here and there, but you know I think we have the DBs that'll be able to take care of those guys for sure. And let me I'm gonna give Godwin a little bit of when, when you don't know where the ball gonna be because your quarterback ain't accurate anymore. It's very hard to assume. And, and be a high catch guy when when the ball is almost anywhere. So let's talk about that with Tom Brady's accurate. The second thing is like like I just want to make it so crystal clear to people how easy it is at this point in his career to be Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. If the team ain't rushing you, he goes second level or deep. If the team does rushing him, he's throwing hot route. He's throwing something something get out of like that's his two reads. Yeah. If he feels pressure, the ball coming out fast. Mm-hmm. He don't want to get hit. He don't want to even be close to being hit. So he's getting the ball checked down, tight end, running backs. Expect the ball come if we if we pressure. If we just play zone or play man or something simple, then he's gonna let the the, the routes right. They're gonna let let them let uh, mature, let them mature, yeah. and see if there's a second window or a deep route that comes open. Like. It's so easy to know where the ball's going with him. And that's what I think has led, even in the last game with the Green Bay Packers, having four or five opportunities to get defensively to get their hands on the ball. Three picks last game. Yep. Yeah. I will say this, and definitely in line with both of you guys, this must really be a holiday because one to, to add on to your points, Barbershop, if I would have told you before the season that Tom Brady would be the quarterback of the Buccaneers, they would be in the Super Bowl, and the receivers that got them there in the playoffs was not Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. You would have thought you would have had me go get drug tested and COVID tested at the same time. He's back in New England. Right? But <laughs> the fact is, is that Tom Brady's biggest targets in the playoffs have been Leonard Fournette and Cameron Brait, which goes along exactly with what your point was, Barbershop, and he's trying to get rid of the ball quickly. Yep as close to the line of scrimmage as possible, and he recognizes, which is a credit to him being the greatest, They, we are better off with those guys having the ball in their hands quickly running downhill versus me backpedaling trying to throw it somewhere else. You know what else he recognized? His offensive line will not give him enough time to be able to look to his first and second options. Yep. I mean, I've seen I've seen numerous games these guys playing where his tackles didn't really give him a chance. He just, he's so used to having – a great left tackle, 
nowadays it's to the point where he'd be lucky to get the ball off on a three-step. Got a bullfighter he out got, there. He got a yeah. He got an Ole. He got an Ole guy out there. Yeah, he just go ahead and just move that towel out of the way and let the guys <laughs> get him. I mean, yeah, I, I think you know that's that's the greatness about Tom Brady though. He understands he understands the strengths, the weaknesses, how he can you know make some plays happen, and just where he just have to flat out just you know try to get rid of the ball to save you know the down to save his body. I mean, you know, it, it, I think he, he just he's just great in that way. Yeah, he is absolutely great. And yeah. while we're talking about greatness, I guess we got to go to the phone line. Yeah, we do. Let's Dan go to the phone KCK. line. Dan and KC, what's going on? Hi, Dan. Hi, Joe. Hi, Sean. Sorry, same thing. Top Scott from Marty Sean. I hope uh, wishing him the best. Not when get to the game. Uh, I'm predicting my score. Uh, 35-10 Chiefs. The Buccaneers are doing a lot of talking. And Jean-Pierre Paul is going to find out who Mike Remmers is. And the offense line is going to play great with Wiley and suits. Swinuski and uh, I think defense is going to do, do real good. I think uh, uh, Chris Jones, Chris Jones, going to get a couple sacks, and uh, and uh, Frank Clark's going to get a couple sacks, and Tyron Matthews going to get a couple interceptions. And Dane, I want to ask you this question: Have you forgiven Lynn Elliott for missing those uh, field goals in the playoffs? And uh, when Marty was coaching, uh, do you think that uh, they should have started Gannon instead of Gerbach? Because a few fans had a, were kind of hard on about that. So, anyways, take care of yourself, guys. Hmm. That was a great transition by me going from greatness. We were talking about the GOAT to the great call of Dan. And, Dan, I appreciate your call. We appreciate the energy. And, Dan, I will say this, that it was terrible that you brought up that game with Lynn Elliott kicking a field goal and missing all those field goals and that situation with Elvis Gerback and Rich Gannon because it is still something sore to my heart right now. (laughs) I'm trying to enjoy myself in this Super Bowl run and this opportunity to run it back. And you brought up a terrible, terrible time in the history of Dan and Hughes wearing a Chiefs uniform. But we appreciate it, Dan. Dan, that's my Dan Im- imitation. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, that was close. I like the energy. That, that was affectionately. That's all love, Dan. We appreciate you calling. You calling each and every week with that energy that's going to get us another Super Bowl championship. Yep. But yeah, there was some controversy at those decisions back then, Dan. <laughs> I mean, Dan <laughs> wants to know how you feel yeah, about it. You feel I about just it? told him. I did. You know, I, mean, I did. I think I did all right. I think. You said, you, you I did all right. Was, you said a little hurt. You said you brought yeah. up some bad. I'm still hurt. Yeah. yeah. You know. How I, hurt? How hurt are you? Like, I got us on my way home. I got to stop at my counselor. On a scale that, of one to ten, how does your heart feel? Your heart feel good. Let us know, man. Usa, usa. Let us know on a scale of one to ten. Let the people know we're here for you. You know what I'm saying? Usa, guys. Usa. Nothing. Nothing. All right, well, let's go quickly to this. <laughs> let's go quickly to the text line before we hit this last break of the show from the 816. Been listening to national talk shows for the last two weeks. Very few mentioned Sammy Watkins. He will contribute something significant, and our defense don't go head up with their defense, no, our offense to theirs. No, our offense to theirs. Our defense is good enough to keep Brady in check, theirs is not. Do not ma- it doesn't matter if they have more players that sub- subjective subjectively are ranked higher than our defense. He can read, Woo. ladies and gentlemen. He Man, sure can. That was can. tougher than the ACT. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm going to beg all our listeners, stay off of Pro Football Focus. And, and hope Pro Football Focus is not a sponsor of the radio station. But these stats, you this is not the time to get bogged down by statistics. Yeah, a stat ain't never got a sack, ain't never made a catch, ain't never thrown a touchdown. Amen. Forget about the stat. Believe you. Watch the game. 
Watch last week's AFC championship game. Watch last week's NFC championship game. Whichever one of those teams you think are executing at the highest level, that's making plays at this game, at this time of the season, that, that's the team you need to support. Yep. Amen. Well, with that, we're going to go to break, the last break of the show. When we come back, we got a few more text messages. We got to talk about the predictions. I'm going to put it all on the line. Nostradanin, Sean Stradamus, Joe Stra, whatever. Joe Stra Nostra. Joe no name. We're going to put it all on the line. Our reputations on the line, the rights to call ourselves one of those names for the rest of the year through players only in 2021 regular season. All right? We're going to do that next. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe Mays on 610 Sports Radio. We're back, Chiefs Kingdom, players only. The fourth quarter of the show, the last segment before the Super Bowl. Joe Mays, Sean Barber, and myself, Danon Hughes. We are here. We are ready. We are amped up. And it is almost time to get the party started down in Tampa. Guys, we got the text line active from the 913 clowns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> saying Marty couldn't draft a quarterback. Marty goes two bolts and drafts. Breeze and, and Rivers. Yeah, you know what? Things happen. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, from the text line, you got anything, Joe? Yeah, let's see. Uh, text text from 913 says, Spags knows Brady in the Super Bowl. Hey, Spag, man. Spag, Spag is a great defensive coordinator. He's going to find Brady's weakness and attack it, which, I mean, his weakness is probably on the edges with those tackles. I'm not even going to lie to you. And, of course, he's going to have Chris Jones pushing the pocket up the middle. So, yeah, he's going to attack that for sure. Yeah, I think every I think every DC has the same game plan as far as when you're attacking guys that have um, a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. You got to find a way to disguise your coverage long enough to get home, and it's it's very simple. How good is your team that you can hold back a few disguises, a whole ba- a couple of secondary uh, a rotation of safeties and corner playing certain leverages? If you have to show all of your defensive of of, of coverages yeah. all season long to win ball games. Then a guy like Brady, he looks at film, he knows exactly what you're in. But when you have the opportunity to play the way we've played, right, when you're just fine-tuning things each season, um, each game, and allowing the offense to outscore people, and then you're just winning ball games, it's, you know, g- gradually getting better. Now when it comes to postseason, you got about five or six coverages he ain't seen yet. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he got some things left in your, in, your, in your holster. So I think that's what comes down to. All right, we got Big Al. Big Last Al. call of the show Al. before the Super Bowl. Big Al, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate listening to you. Hey, I, just a couple of things real quick. So on the quarterback, or on the, I'm sorry, offensive line first. Obviously, last year in the Super Bowl, we got, we got you know, hammered pretty good. Even though we came back at the end, you know, pressured all day, all game long, right, as you guys saw. So I wanted to, see, I wanted to get your thoughts on what you thought about the, you know, how our offensive line looks for, obviously, for Sunday. That being one. And then the other thing that I wanted to get your comments on is, you know, since Brady, uh, you know, beat us in the 2018 AFC Championship in Kansas City here, don't you think, do you think it's personal now for the Chiefs as a whole to not let that happen for this? Because I've got relatives in Boston, for instance, and they're basically saying, you know, they they think their their Patriots are down in yeah, in, in Florida, right? Just yep. because Brady, just because Brady and Gronk are there, we so, appreciate. I, mean, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts there, and and 
I wanted to get you. I wanted to see what you think if, if uh, like, say, Mahomes and the Chiefs lose. Yeah, is it? Do you think it's worse? Or, I mean, do you think it's going to be a more devastating for that to happen and not to be able to catch Brady with seven, let's say, yeah. or the other way around? We appreciate the call, Big Al. We got we, sorry to rush you off. I think uh, the head-to-head matchup with Mahomes and. Uh, Brady is a great story. Retribution from that AFC championship. And from our old lines perspective, we just got to protect. Yep, Take it personal. It. Yep. At this point, it's just about taking it personal and being technically sound and on the same page with everybody else with all the tricks. Guys, we got predictions. We only got a couple of minutes. What's your prediction? You know what? I'm going with the Chiefs, of course, winning the game 31-17. This is the first time I put numbers behind my predictions. There you go. All right. Yeah. Barbershop? I'm going Chiefs big, 40 against Tampa Bay, 27. All right. And I am going 33-24. Chiefs win. We all got the Chiefs winning. We got the scores different. Sean Stradamus, Nostradanin. Dor- what? No, you're not Doris L. Dan. What are you? No, uh, no. Jo- Jostradamus? Jostra Nostra. The right to have a name for next season all leans on this. And hopefully y'all are back with us for Players Only, a championship version next week after we bring the trophy back. But as I close out the show, we got a couple of minutes. Uh, one of the callers had mentioned earlier about Marty Schottenheimer and uh, all the Chiefs fans in the Chiefs kingdom Love Marty. Love uh, what he was able to do in resurrecting this Chiefs organization on the field, bringing magic to this town and to the Chiefs kingdom in the late 80s and through the 90s. Marty was my coach my entire career with Kansas City. I had the luxury of having lunch with and playing golf with his son, Brian Schottenheimer, a couple years ago. I had a long conversation that was right around the time the E60 came out with Marty and and Big Pat, his wife, uh, coaching him through. And you can see the effects of the Alzheimer's. It's gotten worse. He is now in hospice. And our prayers and condolences go to he and his family. A great, great man that impacted me in my life and many of my former teammates' lives in such a great fashion. It's unfortunate that a debilitating disease like that uh, can take away the memory and take away his faculties, uh, and we're just praying for him because uh, I know I would not be here if it was not for him. Uh, The leadership he displayed, the confidence he had in me in things that I didn't even have confidence in myself on. He knew how to tap into that and bring out the best in me. And I know some of my Chiefs ambassadors and former teammates would echo that as well. So prayers for the Schottenheimer family, guys. Uh, We got the predictions, and we have hopefully – prayerfully another Chiefs Super Bowl that we're celebrating next week on Thursday's edition of Players Only. Check us out on the Radio.com app and we'll talk to you next week. Go Chiefs. Peace. Go Chiefs. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Joe Mays on 610 Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.